Welcome, Jennifer Weaver, and welcome to our audience to Happy Talk with Sandy. So Jennifer, I am so happy and grateful that you came over today and um, shared your story with us. So before we get talking, I'm, I just like to share with the audience a little bit how we met. So I'm going to give you the chance um, to tell your story. And then, I'm, of course, I'm going to butt in and fill in the blanks. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here today. And uh, I can't imagine you not butting in, so uh, that's fabulous. <laughs> I think that's uh, part of the way we met. Uh, life works in pretty mysterious and magical ways because uh, I think uh, what brought us together was our love of community and, and collaboration. Uh, Sandy, you were having a market where I was uh, showcasing my photography and it, business and women in business and all that. And I would probably say that's where our collaborations began. And I are funny that I always laugh so much about is so I was thinking and you as should, a result <laughs> that gets us into trouble. It gets us in a lot of trouble, but it also is feeds our creativity and helps us feed off one another, which is absolutely what I love. You're right. And you know, I, I like that, that we can honestly um, keep saying that. So I was thinking, even though it's a standing joke with us, but we feel comfortable enough to share um, our passions with each other and share our new ideas because um, we just, yeah, like we don't judge each other. Not at all. I, I would like to think that that's where we feed off of each other and that's where we come up with ideas. Two brains is always better than one. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the reason I'm asking you on here, Jennifer, is because um, now, as you notice, like I, I finally brought out and showed Jennifer today my camera that I've probably been carrying around for seven, eight years. And um, I didn't even know how to turn it on, put it that way. But it's just one of my I was thinking ideas. And, but I didn't have anybody to throw the idea with. So that idea kept the, in, in the bag. So um, when I met Jennifer, it, uh, like her passion was just, it was so neat. Her energy was just so attracting. Like you just, you want to be part of it. And um, so I just thought, you know, like have her on here, explain like how she became interested in photography and um and what her passion is because we all have passions and i just think you know even though it's something you might not have been doing all your life but it might be a side job but uh ne yeah never never lose track of your passion so jennifer i'm going to ask you just to tell us a little bit about um when did you become interested in photography i have been interested in photography for as long as i can remember there are images of me under the age of one and i'm standing on my grandoma's balcony in germany holding a camera <laughs> looking through it and my dad says from that moment he could see my focus and my intent i had a plan and i was gonna do it and my body language of i can do it myself was very very evident <laughs> and 
<laughs> from that moment on, it was just something that intrigued me. I, I've always sort of, I took art classes as a young person and tried to paint and sketch and photography was an extension of that. And as a young person, very young person, drawing and painting and sketching and those things were more my focus. But as I became older, it changed. And then that became my focus. And I was so intrigued by all the varying opportunities that photography could do. It just seemed like everything was connected to photography. Visual imagery has so much power and tells such a story. And well, it's a good thing you and I are friends, Sandy, because we both like to talk. So exactly. I love a good story and yes. it doesn't always have to be with words. Exactly. And I think that's what intrigued me about you when you um, set up your, your display at um, my store and uh, I went over to you and I was talking to you about all your pictures and you're right. Like your, every picture that you had for display, you were telling me the story behind that. And um, there, it is just, it's so powering, like to be able to know what is actually, it's not just a picture, what is behind that picture now it's also like what how you felt at that time taking that picture right so how when, when did you buy your first camera um i probably my parents had i i don't know if this is young people won't know what this is but it was a 110 click camera and the it was a film cartridge. It almost looks like a circle on one side and a bottom bracket and another circle and you would pop them in the camera. You take the picture and then you pull the side of the camera out and click it back in again and that's what would move the film. I remember. And I remember those. as a child, oh, because I would go to dance class and we'd drop off the film. And I just was so excited because you'd have to wait the whole week till you went to dance class next week to check out those photos and it was just the so fun and it was just a very intriguing thing for me as a young person I I loved it yeah yeah I remember those old Polaroids where you would my parents would take the picture of us kids and then we got we actually it was like magic you got to stand there and you got to see it develop right in front of your eyes and we thought that was high tech then yeah absolutely and, oh my goodness and now the world like what a difference it has come um from there to like you say the 110 and now look at where it is we use our phones yes yeah. te technology has changed how we communicate and imagery is such a powerful piece of that even now when we have this instant talking and instant gratification of of conversing, texting, and emails, and all of that, an image that is flashed across the screen or in a post or on a newspaper, however it is delivered to you, it, it instantly grabs your attention. Yes. There's, there's nothing more powerful than a really good image. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, it, and, it, and it makes you become one with that picture because you don't even sometimes need the story behind the picture. If you see a little girl with an ice cream cone and she's just loving it, you 
you have flashbacks of when you were a child holding that ice cream cone and you know how exciting it is for that little girl or little boy to be eating that ice cream cone, right? Um, And then if you see a picture of sadness, you, it makes you feel the same way. You, you get involved in that picture and you become sad. Yeah. The, the, to me, the power of, of an image is that it creates conversation. Yeah. It's that it, it may hold a meaning for me, but it may hold a meaning that's different for somebody else. And the versatility of that is so strong. Yeah. Yeah. That it creates that. dialogue and it can create a conversation and ideas and inspiration and and memories. Yeah. Which are very, very valuable. Yes. Yeah. So during your um like your life, did you ever go to school? Like I know a lot of people are who would like to become a photographer or um, like a chef or anything. Did, did you actually have to go to school to learn this or did you just start playing with the camera and experimenting and learning new things or did you actually, yeah, did you go to school for it? I was very blessed. Uh, I w- actually did get to study photography for three years and I was like a little sponge. Now I'm a big sponge. I'm always <laughs> seeking new knowledge and I'm blessed to have several influences. Um, I often borrowed library shelves for my inspiration. I, I, I think one of my first inspirations was a book that showcased a photographer by the name of Karsh. He was a Canadian American photographer and he was best known for his portraits. And I'd taken out a book from the library of his work, and it showcased Martin Luther King, Winston Churchill, Albert Einstein, and his work was so compelling. No words were needed. Wow. He truly knew how to capture the essence of an individual. Um, My second inspiration was most definitely my professor of photography. Uh, Johnson was always pushing me. Uh, I remember part of this, part of our mark was actually our notes. And because he wanted you to have that lighting setup cues and all of these notes. And he would never give a full A for your notes unless you type them. And yeah, that's what I decided to do because it was more about that. Don't tell me I can't do that. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And so I typed out notes and notes. I actually went back to the beginning of the year and typed all my notes on a hand typewriter. Wow. And it was only worth one mark difference. But I did it because he kind of poked me about it. But that was what was good about him. He pushed me. And he made me want to do those things because... He would make me redo and redo and redo assignments because there'd be one little thing. And it wouldn't be because he said, you need to redo that. He said, this is really great. What do you think about this corner? Do you see that light reflection? And I'd say, oh. And at that time, there was no digital altering. Yes. There was no Photoshop or any of that. So you redid it. 
if the opportunity, if it was a stock photo of, you know, like a, some sort of advertising for a product or something like that, I'd do it again. I remember one assignment, I think I did it like five times, wow. but it, it wasn't that I, it was okay. The first one was okay. But I, that's how I learned. I was like, well, try it again. Try it this way. Try it that way. And, and that's how you learn. The, it's like anything else. You, the more you do it, the more you learn. And you learn the most from your failures. At least exactly. I did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he was a really good um, influence on me because he also accepted my kind of twisted sense of humor. We had one assignment where... Uh, it was a line film assignment. So you would alter an image with line film. So you'd photograph something and it would convert um, everything to either a black or a white. And then there was no grayscale in the image. And so that was the assignment. But what I did was I went to the zoo, photographed an elephant, converted it to line film. But when I handed in the assignment, I printed it with a pink gel in in the printer and wow. so it came out with as pink elephants <laughs> and he said you know that's not the assignment I said come on it's really good right and, and we kind of chuckled and laughed about it I said here's the black and white one here's you know the pink elephant one was on top and but he he allowed me to express how how I wanted to express myself. And I think photography is powerful that way because it allows you, there's no right, there's no wrong. There's technique, mm -hmm. but there's no right, there's no wrong. Sometimes yeah. the best photograph is, is the unplanned photograph. True. Because it's spontaneous and that's what makes it unique. You can't plan that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I know, like I, I just, I'm at, I see it's like some of your pictures, and and it just, you can, you can see like the passion that you have in there, um, and that, uh, yeah, you just like the detail and everything is just you. I know that you just love it because you want it. You try and you try to get that perfect picture, right? And um, yeah, and I, and there's nothing wrong. Like I like how you said that, you know, if it doesn't, if it's not what you want, just keep trying. It's just a picture, right? Just that's the whole idea. Absolutely. So, yeah. So when I, when I noticed that, um, when you had your display up, your logo, um, why does it, why does it uh, say JD Weaver photography and not, um, Jennifer Weaver photography? Cause Jennifer Weaver is your name. You're right. And, uh, Jennifer Dawn is my middle name. And so it's quite funny when I was younger and somewhat getting into mischief, my parents would call me Jennifer. And then if I didn't come, it'd be Jennifer Dawn. <laughs> so when we, I would be out and about with my family and I would have a camera in hand, that's I heard a lot of Jennifer Dawn um, <laughs> because I would get sidetracked behind the lens. And so now when I hear Jennifer Dawn, it, it just kind of makes me chuckle. And 
yeah, so I've just incorporated that. The, the J and the D are amalgamated and they sort of create a hummingbird. And it's sort of a symbolic, um, it's symbolic of my connection with nature. And hummingbirds are one of my most favorite birds to photograph. They're tricky and they're fast and tiny and I just love them. They're so magical to me. That's awesome. Yeah. I just, I really, really, um, I love the logo. So at the end of the program, I'll get Jennifer to um, give you her information. And um, I would, I would just, I would encourage everybody to go and check it out just to see that um, like the logo itself, it's, it's, it's really neat. And then plus now, you know, the story behind it. So uh, Jennifer, why photography? Like, what is it about photography that you enjoy so much? Well, I believe photography images are like fine wine. They become more valuable with age. They hold a history. And they always create conversation. So uh, photography is my connection to nature. Um, I never have a bad day behind the lens when I'm out and about. For me, being immersed in nature is its a necessity for me. It's where I'm at peace. It's where my creative juices flow. And it's simply just good for my mind, body, and soul. I, it, I encompass it. I need it almost. I feel when I'm uh, out in nature, wherever I am, it's, I almost feel like the camera is an extension of my body. It's, I look through the lens and I want you to see what I saw. That's the beauty of a photograph. It takes you somewhere maybe you've never been. And for me, it allows me to share my adventure with you, I the viewer that. and the photograph. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I just, I love what you just said. It actually, it was like an aha moment for me because, yeah, like when you said that what you're like what, in other words, what your purpose is, is you, like you say, you're trying to get people to look at the picture and see what you've seen. So they're actually looking through the lens and seeing that and you get to share that with them. I love that. I remember um, you were telling me like some stories about when you and your husband never go to Mexico and P Patty would go and do his fishing thing. And where do you find Jennifer? She's off and taking pictures and... Um, just exploring like the the nature and um, yeah like the waves and the it's just it's really really neat like listening to some of her stories too um, what area is your specialty in your photography well I do photograph weddings and do portraits and, and all of that but nature photography is my my true passion it's I, it keeps me awake at night sometimes because I, I lie there and I think about, oh, I did it this way. If I wait till the, it's two o'clock and the sun's in that space, then, then I could do it then because the light would be better. It's, it's, I enjoy so much sharing the pieces of nature because I'm a stickler for the, the minute, the little detail of, something tiny you know uh, break out the macro lens and let's look at what moss looks like really up close 
because it's something that you don't see every day. And I think for people to gain appreciation for things, they need to see it. And yeah. it, it makes them go, huh, I, I, never, I never thought about that. Wow, that looks really cool. Yeah. Or, or snowflakes. I love to photograph snowflakes. And it's, there's millions and millions of them around us in one square foot. And yet we walk right past them every day and we don't think anything of them. Exactly. So it's nature photography. I hope when I produce an image, it makes somebody smile and it makes them gain a little bit of appreciation for that because conservation is, is my ultimate goal for the that's, most part. That's right. I remember one day you and I were talking about walking um, like the river trail in Enderby, BC. And I remember you saying that um, because this is what your passion is, that people will just walk the river trail. They have no idea actually the beauty that is actually on that trail itself. You take it for granted that there is so much more out there to stop. It's like the old phrase, like, like stop and smell the roses. That's exactly like you said, you know, like there's just like there's turtles and there's different, well, bugs, but different flowers. There's so much to see, like diff really like close up that um, your camera can get right into the details. And um, yeah, I just, I, ever since you said that, I thought, you know, every time I walk now down a trail, I always say, oh, you know what? Jennifer Hurd was here. We'd probably be taking us an hour instead of 10 minutes because we'd be stopping. Jennifer Dawn, hurry up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'd be walking halfway down going, Jennifer Dawn. <laughs> you would. I was thinking we should get going. <laughs> oh, so um, what is your, um, what does your business provide? My business provides um, various services. I, I mean, I do do weddings and portraits and those kind of things. Um, I do have a website and that's my primary uh, business location. That's where I have my limited editions. I've got various galleries in there. I've got a landscape gallery, an animal and botanicals gallery. And then I have a, it's called a diverse collection. And it's, sort of those things that kind of mix boundaries on those other galleries or they're just unique macros of things that maybe you just have never seen before so it's kind of a gathering of um odds and ends of different things um i do have some free wallpapers on my website so people can add a beautiful image to the back of their laptop and i also have my blog and my blog is, I, I do one blog a month and I only do one a month because I end up doing a lot of research. It usually has something to do with a specific animal or plant or botanical or something. And that's where my writing comes in and that's where my interest in learning about the nature that I photo photograph. So I do research and then I try to put it all together. And on, in that blog, I also show releases of my new e-cards because I do have an e-card uh, section in my website 
which is full of varying um, images that for different holidays. And it's, it's an environmentally stable way for people to stay connected. That's economical and good yeah. for the environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And wow, you know, like, um, just going on your website and seeing all the different uh, ways that like with your e-cards and your um, like just your portraits alone plus your free wallpapers and everything. I look at that and I think, wow, photography has changed so much. How do you feel about that? Like how it's changed? Like, like what, what have you seen that's been really changed over like dramatically over the last few years? Well, when I started photography, it was film. And I used to 35 millimeter film and that's primarily what I shot. But I also had access to a four by five sheet film. And at the time that was as good as it got. The film was four inches by five inches and the detail you could create was spectacular. And I thought, oh, if I could get a four by five, this would be great. Da, 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 da. And zoom forward to now and how technology has brought us forward. The abilities of, of camera technology now is mind boggling. I, I only begun to scratch the surface because my brain is old school. My brain, I, I laughed when I got my first digital camera because I looked at it and it was all automatic and I had to retrain my brain because my, as I went up with cameras and it was all manual and then, Ooh, then I got a drive and it moved my film and I thought, Ooh, that was pretty <laughs> exciting. <laughs> so when I got this new camera, my first digital, I thought I had to swing how my brain worked because I wasn't going from manual to automatic. I was going from automatic to manual. Wow. And everything had it. So it was a really unique learning curve and it was really good. And I, I think there's, it's like anything else. There's benefits and there's drawbacks to almost anything, especially technology based. Yeah. I, yeah. I think a long time ago when, when you saw a photograph and it was either very moving or very outrageous, you would go, wow, look at that. Because the chances are, it wasn't altered in any way. There was still mm -hmm. was ways to alter in, in film, but it was much more difficult. Now, images can be altered to almost anything. You can change the color, you can, you can add things to it. Photoshop allows you to explore your creative possibilities endlessly. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful. It's wonderful for that because it allows people that creative expression but it also I think in in some respects it sort of could diminish um, how we view images because we now for the most part when we see images we see them in an altered state we don't really see them as what was truly there and so you might notice when you look on my website I don't have very many um, images that are altered. My e-cards might have a writing on them, happy birthday or something like that. But I shoot 
raw, old school, don't alter it. I think cropping is probably about as, as much as I'd like to alter an image because to me, the power of an image is you seeing what I saw. Mm -hmm. And if it's a good shot, it's a good shot without any alterations. That's always my goal. If mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything to it, yeah, that's a good shot, right? Yeah. That's sort of my personal goal, how I operate, how I'd like other people, when they see something, then they go, it's really like that? Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you said that. It actually, um, like with the altering and stuff, and I just, I think of just how, this day and age like has changed so much like people um want perfection they want perfect pictures they want um they just they want um like everything like they don't want flawless and it's like they want instant world and when you were talking to us the audience and i about that i thought you know that's so true and that is one of the reasons why i love doing um like the podcast is i know that i'm going to make mistakes i know that my 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 um my guest is going to make mistakes and we can laugh about it but you know what that is our story and it's like you taking a picture that is that's the story without the alterations to make it perfect and i think that's what people are craving for is they want they want the the mistakes. They want the life lessons. They want to hear other person's um, life lessons and realize that, you know what? You picked up and you grabbed that passion and you went for it. So you've really taken your passion and created it to a dream job. So where do you see your business going, Jennifer? Well, that's my goal, right? If if you do what you love, you'll never work a day. I think that's how the saying goes. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have sort of somewhat taken, I've done shows and galleries and, and all of those things, which I, I love very much because I love the interaction with people when I do those things. Um, but I've, I'm primarily, I, I use my blog a lot right now to, to try and create uh, awareness of nature and certain wildlife because my that's my ultimate goal right i i use my e-cards as a platform to to support conservation and environmentally sustainable products that was that was my primary goal when i created my e-cards is i did a lot of research because i said is this really what i want to do is this really a sustainable environmentally friendly way to share this and from all the reading i did i i learned quite a bit the beauty of specifically photography e-cards is that there's no workload no footprint within that i take a photograph i load it onto my laptop i upload it into my website it's done i don't have um time where i'm like creating a video or you know creating graphics and those kind of things if i put a little word across the top of it happy birthday or something it's minimal it's a three minute five minute 
um, input onto that image. So it actually, the carbon footprint is so, so minimal on photography e-cards for that reason in particular, because there's no other um, computer time to create them, to generate them. And I thought, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. This is, uh, to me, creating conversation and awareness and all of that. I'm like, how do I spread that? How do I do that? And so I thought with the e-cards, when people can stay connected in such an easy way, such an economical way, it doesn't necessarily have to be a birthday. It can just be a thinking of you. Oh, I, I saw this picture and then whatever it is, maybe the person likes birds or mushrooms or butterflies or whatever it is. And just thinking of you, what a, what a great way to just stay connected with people. Because I think too, right now we're sort of in that weird space. We're in this hello COVID space. And I think we're feeling a bit of disconnect. And so this is one way that people can stay connected. And it's an environmentally friendly way to do it. I think, I hope it'll be good for people that way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. That, that is, um, it's so true. And, you know, years ago, people would send, um, like you say, birthday cards, people would send um, like just little like, Christmas letters and stuff. And now most is on computer. So again, it is economic friendly, but um, environment friendly. And um, yeah, no, I, I, I think what you're doing is just so great. Like you say, if all of a sudden you see something, you, you say, you know, I'll just think of you today. That means more to people that maybe at that moment they needed that. They just, they needed that little quick email with a, with a picture and just a quick little note saying, this is, I was thinking of you today because that picture reminds them of you. And I just, I love it. So uh, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? Um, I, I think maybe be true to your convictions. Um, if your photography is your, your passion, then pursue the area of photography that, that ignites you, not just where the money is. You, you might do some of that on the side because um, money is money and you need to make money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but if you, uh, for example, yes, I do weddings, I do portraits, I do all that. But nature photography is my passion. That's my conviction. So I, my advice would be when you are in the specific area of photography that it, that brings you joy, that you are so, it ignites you, that passion, it'll be reflected in your work. You, you can tell someone who, when they, it just, it shines through it. It's like anything else. It's like any artist, right? someone who paints, someone who sketches, someone, you know, someone who dances, uh, plays an instrument, any mm -hmm. of those artistic things, when, when you love it, it's, it just shows, it does. Mm -hmm. So follow it, whatever it is in that photography, pursue it and, and let it be your focus. 
but also learn from the other stuff because I think like any other trade, the more you learn about anything, the better it's going to help what you're doing. So be open to ideas and be open to learning new things and, and all of that. Yeah, exactly. I always tell everybody, enjoy the journey. Don't be in such a rush to get to the end and yes. say, we I did it. We, we know it's at the end. We know it's at the end. Exactly. <laughs> It's going to come soon enough. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy the journey. Yeah. Yes. So, um, like, what do you think that you have like personally to, um, like that has helped you to keep this passion going? Well, I'm not sure if it's uh, determination or stubbornness, probably a little mix of both. <laughs> but, I'll ask your uh, husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, please don't ask him. <laughs> but I think, uh, I'd like to think I have uh, different creative forms of expression. I, I, of course, my photography, but I also love to make you know, beautiful fondant cakes and I pencil sketch, I attempt to paint. It's uh, maybe, Uh, (laughs) but, but overall, I think patience. Um, It's very hard to be a nature photographer without patience. I, I can't tell you how many countless hours I might, you know, release a photo or a new limited edition or something. And someone goes, Oh, that's nice. But what they don't know is that I probably hiked for two hours, sat in the bush. I have a million mosquito bites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that it actually took me eight hours to take that photo. Yeah. Um, and they don't know, too, that I probably maybe have been there three times before. And I just didn't like the lighting when I was there. So I went back again. Yeah. And so sometimes an image is, is not just a click. It's uh, research and sometimes a little bit of luck. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Some, sometimes I go out to photograph something and I leave with something completely different because that's, I can't control what animal walks by or hops by or flies by or, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I'm, at, I'm at mercy to nature, but, but that's the adventure in it for me because you never know what, what's going to happen. Exactly. That's the fun in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's just, I think the the reward is your reward of feeling good at the end, but it's also so rewarding when somebody else just loves and understands and shares that passion of looking at that picture and listening to your stories. And you can see how much joy it brings to them. Yes. I, I, well, that's the ultimate. Yeah. When I, and I love when I get feedback, you know, someone sends me an email or a comment on a post or something like that, because it it makes it, it's valuable to me, but when it becomes valuable to somebody else and for me, I think you never, everywhere you go and it doesn't really matter what profession you are. I don't want people to underestimate the impact that they have. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I think we were in Mexico and there's this one pier, uh, like cliff 
walkout that I love to go to to photograph the sunrise. And I'd been out there and there was a couple people in front of me. And I'll be honest, uh, sometimes it's better to click and ask for forgiveness than to ask and click. So I do. <laughs> and so I, there was a, the sun was rising. The colors were fantastic. They were these oranges and pinks and it was spectacular. And I took this, there was this two women standing there and they sort of had their arms around each other and their heads together. And so I took this photograph and I let them have their moment. I kind of stood back. And then when they turned around, I walked up to them and said, showed them the image. And my Spanish is not very good. So we had a bit of broken English Spanish conversation. So, but in simplicity, I handed her my business card and, and that was fine. And I said to her, send me a message and showed her where to send it to. And I never heard from her for, I bet you almost six months. And then I got an email and she says, hello, my name is so-and-so. And she told me where we'd met and, and she said, I thank you so much uh, because, and she sort of proceeded to tell me this story of, of how her father was ill and, you know, the, the sequence of events, I won't go into detail, but mm -hmm. the sequence of events and and the eventual passing of her father and that that photograph was of her and her mother um letting him go wow and i was just like oh my goodness because i i didn't know i just thought it was a beautiful moment but i didn't know it was that moment right that's right. so not only did it it, it intensified the image for me before it was just beautiful. Now it had a meaning. And so, yeah, needless to say, in about five minutes, the full digital resolution of that was emailed off to her. And I yeah. said, thank you for the story and please do with this as you wish, right? Mm -hmm. And because what was I going to do with it? And, and quite honestly, it meant more to her and her mother than it ever would to me right yeah so I do do those moments and I I usually end up doing probably when we do international travel I probably do at least one a trip where I sneak some intimate moment of of people and I show them and yeah and I send them the image because that's my little piece of payback too right that's right yeah, yeah. and you know we never know we never know how just um, like a picture or positive words or even a smile to somebody, how that can impact or change their life. Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah, don't even know, like you say, it was six months before you even heard from her. So um, like, and we didn't, we, you never even knew that you were still, that you were on her mind still. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't even. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just, that's why I just, I love stories like this. Um. So what, is there uh, three things that you're grateful for? Just tell me three things you are grateful for. I'm grateful for many things. I only have three. Huh. Okay, okay. You can tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you start with, I was thinking then we're in trouble. Oh no. Okay. Well, I won't go there then. <laughs> I, I would say I, I'm very grateful for, well, of course my family because mm -hmm. 
they they're very supportive and while they roll their eyes at me and you know etc cetera, etc cetera, come on mom let's go we're hiking and I'm always <laughs> behind and whatever they're also very um supportive uh, we actually sort of have a system now for the most part when when we travel international um or anywhere <laughs> I usually get up really really early and I go out and photograph for the morning and then I come back and click the coffee on and everybody oh good morning nice <laughs> and they're just getting up because while I love to photograph and I literally lose my whole self into what I'm doing and when I am hiking with my kids and I am traveling uh, it's all I also want time with them mm -hmm. so uh, I actually now there are times where as much as it's really hard for me I leave my camera at home mm -hmm. I, I might have my small small underwater camera or something with me but <laughs> for the most part for the most part I leave it because I I want to I want those opportunities to create memories. And if I'm detached from, from them because I'm focused on something else, then I miss them and I don't want to miss them. Mm -hmm. So my, my family is very supportive in that way. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Um, I would say I'm, I'm also very grateful just because of where I live. I'm, I'm very blessed to live in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and for me, um, it allows me to, to do what I want to do, even in little sections. Mm -hmm. So I can go out at home and I can walk the back 40 of my property and not have to travel too far. So I can still do what I want to do, but then I'm still able to maintain the other responsibilities I have. Mm -hmm. How about you? You tell me one. What are you thankful for? What am I grateful for? <laughs> I, right now, I am so grateful that um, I have the opportunity to meet so many interesting people. Um, and um, I've changed a lot in the last, oh, few years. And I see a whole complete outlook a uh, different outlook on life itself and my way of thinking. And now I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful that, um, yeah, my family had patience with me for all those years. Now I look back, but um, yeah. <laughs> Mine are still, still patient. <laughs> <laughs> but I am, I'm just, I'm really grateful to wake up every morning and, and know that I have this day that I can make a difference in people's lives. And then I get to meet the most interesting and caring and loving people. And it's just so neat to share my passion with other people um, and listen to theirs because we all have stories that can impact somebody else's life. And I think that's why I really love doing these podcasts is um, like we may not, we may not impact 10 people, but all it takes is that one person that has been always thinking into saying, you know, I wouldn't mind doing photography, but I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I always wanted to do it when I was a kid, but I can't do it because everybody tells me I can't do it. You know what? Listen to you and how you've done it, how you've um, just persevered. 
And, um, yeah, it just, it, I, it just brings me joy. I just, I love it to be able to share other people's stories. And that, I think that's, that's one of my most grateful things right now is to be able to share people's passions and stories with other people to inspire other people. So, yeah. and then, yeah. And then they can create their own stories and yeah. 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 I love that about you. I, I would say when we first met, I laughed and laughed. I remember the day I'd come over to your house and you, we talked the next day and your husband had said something like, oh my goodness, there's two of them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I laughed because I thought, you know, it is that when you feel comfortable bouncing ideas like sometimes you know I'd say something and I could just see you going that's silly or no way right or I would say something or or it would be and that's okay because that's what I maybe I needed are you serious (laughs) But, but at the same time you would you'd have you'd always have I like that what do you think about this because it wasn't I think that's it. One idea spins another idea spins another idea. It's it's not that an idea is um, an idea needs to be tweaked and and the more people that are in on it, mm-hmm. the the better it gets. Exactly. And so, so someone else's insight, wow, it just it's inspiring and it gets you motivated and it's and I I'm grateful for for that. I'm grateful yeah. that I have people in my life who, who do that for me, people who um, I can bounce things off of because I just need a little something and then I get going. Yeah. But yeah. I just, and to have people in your wor- world that allow you to do that is, is priceless. It is. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just how, why, how we got connected and why it just, where it just clicked is we are so like-minded and it's not just about us and our passions. It is, we share the passion together about helping other people and yeah. sharing our story, sharing other people's story and making people laugh. And I, I think that's, that's why we really um, get along and we feed off each other in a positive way. <laughs> In a positive way. I know. Whenever, whenever I'm on the phone with somebody, I go, oh, Jennifer's calling. They'll go, okay, call you in three hours. <laughs> okay. You know, I was thinking. That's right. <laughs> and as soon as we begin something, I was thinking, I go, okay, this is going to be a long conversation, but it's okay. Let me, <laughs> let me check the battery life on my phone. Are we okay for this? Yeah. <laughs> Family. Do you want supper tonight? Can you do takeout? Come on. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, Jennifer, I just, I am so grateful and so happy that you joined us on happy talk with Sandy. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And I know, I really know that it's going to inspire other people and um, just to get, like you say, more creative, in whatever their passion is. Yes, I, I would probably say that's key. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever it is that ignites you and inspires you and, 
And quite honestly, whatever it is that makes you happy, do that. Yeah. It's simplest, simplistically, whatever, maybe, maybe it isn't even your full career. Maybe it's, it, it is something sort of on the side because that's how we all start. But whatever it is that makes you happy, do that. Yeah. And find a buddy, find a buddy that is like-minded like you, that you can bounce things off of and um, not be afraid to suggest things. And cause you know that they're not going to judge you and yeah. have fun, have fun with it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, that is the joy of life, right? Is full of, of laughter and, and whatever it is, make it, don't make it a chore. Once it's a chore, it's, it's different. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. And, and, and perspective. There's almost joy in, in everything. If you put the right perspective on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and if you say, Oh, I don't want to do this, then it's not going to be fun. But if you say, Hey, if I did this, if I did it, this, there's always a way to do something that's more fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? And, and, and embrace that piece. I think just be creative. And, and like you said, uh, that ability for us to connect with others, that's how we learn. That's how you don't even have to be in the same field of, of occupation or like the same things. Sometimes that's the perspective. Yeah. Right. Is, and and be, being open-minded. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And take those detours. Because don't, don't ever lose, don't ever lose track of like your goal of being a photographer or a dancer or a singer, but you're going to get detours and you're, but those detours are going to, you're going to meet the most interesting people. Well, like what we have. Yeah. <laughs> interesting <exactly>. quote. <laughs> and, um, but there, like, those people may not be in like your life forever, but they're there for a reason. And it's not, not to turn you away from your goal. It's just to help you for your goal. Right. I'm, I know a guy, um, a man, I, I really, really respect him. And he always on whenever he talks, he always has this timer on his desk with the sand in it. And he always tells everybody, you know, like we, we, we can see the sand in the top and we can see that yet yeah, we have that much time, but it's, it's very quickly going through the center of it and the stuff, the sand that's in the bottom is already gone, but it is just, we don't know how fast it's going to go through there. And um, so just like the, the, the time, like the sand that's in the middle is what we have right now. So take it, go with your passion, um, learn life lessons and enjoy them. And who cares if you make mistakes? It's like, oh, well, you got to think back at Einstein and, and the Wright brothers and them. Like, thank goodness they did all those failures and, and then kept persevering because look at what's happened. And now we get to enjoy it. And our kids get to enjoy it and our grandkids, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that, those, those life lessons are, they're forever. They're, yes. they're not just when you're younger, they're, they're throughout your lifetime. And that's, that's how people gain wisdom. That's how people 
become, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A master of, of something. Yeah. It is you, I always tease my kids and say, you have to keep me alive for a really long time so I can take more images because you all know work is worth more when they, somebody dies. <laughs> <laughs> so we laugh, right? I said, so you, but you have to keep me alive. So I make more because that's how it works. That's right. I mean, we we kind of laugh about it, but in that, in that same time, you, the more I photography I do and the more exploring I do, the better it gets. Yeah. It's, it's, and I've, I've learned along the way, sort of, um, I mean, you and I, I laugh because we, I talk and then you talk and we talk and we we'll talk, 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 <laughs> but, but I know when I'm in my mode and, you know, I've been blessed to, to have opportunities to be surrounded by other photographers or other creative groups. And I find when I'm in those spaces, I talk less and I listen more mm-hmm. because that's when I, I learn nothing by the sound of my own voice. I already know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So if I'm going somewhere with the intent of learning, of being that sponge wanting to know more, that's my, I just sort of sit quietly and my notes are going and I'm, because that's how I learn. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and there's the time when, when I feel I want to share my knowledge and then there's the times where I want to gain the knowledge. Exactly. And our time in life goes through that back and forth all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's why that's, you're right. (laughs) Like there's something sometimes to talk there's sometimes to listen, but I do, I have to be honest when we're talking together, it's very hard. And this doing this podcast with you, it's really learning me patience to sit back and let you talk because usually I'm already budding in and we're both talking together a hundred miles a minute. And, but we still, we still know what each other's talking about. It's, 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 oh, I love it. Yeah. So Jennifer, before you go, um, can you just share with the audience some of your contact information in case anybody would like to look up your pictures or read your blogs or anything? Absolutely. Um, the best place, uh, sort of a one-stop place, would be my website, which is jdweaver, W-E-A-V-E-R, photography.com. Um, on my website, you'll be able to view through um, all of my galleries and scroll and view my various series of e-cards. Feel free to download a free wallpaper for your laptop and my blogs are on there too so you can scroll through my current which hopefully will be uh, out here soon and my previous blogs which um, contain lots of information about varying animal species and so forth great I, yeah and awesome. feel free I'll, at the bottom of my website i also have a connection to instagram and facebook so you can either contact me through my gmail account um, email me or via one of those uh, social media platforms 
Awesome. Great. Yeah. And I encourage everybody to check that out. Um, it is, it's the, the pictures are just so amazing and so beautiful. So, and I encourage Thank people. Thank you for like, your kind words. Yeah. So, well, especially nowadays, like uh, with all your um, like e-cards and stuff, I really encourage people to start doing that, especially for the environment. And um, yeah. So, so thank you so much, Jennifer. And um, yes, thank you for coming again. And I'm sure that we'll be on here again and I'll find another subject that we can start chatting about. And um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. And thank you everybody um, for listening in on us. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.